Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 247, meaning we're going to Hosea 11 and 12, Ephesians chapter 3 and Psalm 104 for our daily reading. In terms of our devotion, let's head into Hosea. These two chapters form a history lesson that reveals the sin of the people as Hosea reviews the history of Israel and of Jacob. Israel took for granted their covenant relationship with the Lord, forgetting that he chose them. In love, he delivered a child from Egypt, carried him, fed him, and taught him to walk and work, and that child abandoned him for idols. This is their ingratitude. Yet they also followed their own plans and gave no thought to the will of God. When God rebuked them, they did not repent. The soil of their hearts was hard, but God's heart was tender toward them. He could not destroy them as he did the cities of the plain. One day he will call for them with a lion's roar, and they will come back with trembling hearts. We see also their deceitfulness. Both Israel and Judah, the southern kingdom, are included in this message. The prophet reviews the history of Jacob, their founder, and sees his deceit in his descendants. And then we get the worst of all, I think, and that is the boastfulness. They declare, I have become rich. That was their boast, but it was an empty boast and just a lot of wind. Why? Because they made their money deceitfully by cheating the poor, and such wealth can never truly last. In this short history lesson, we see one awful reality. The people were sinful against God which means they deserved every punishment that was coming their way. And we're reminded in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us fall into this history lesson where our own sin is on display. But again, thanks be to Jesus, for in him we are washed clean. We now head into our New Testament reading in Ephesians chapter 3. It starts for this reason, which refers to what Paul wrote at the end of chapter 2, the building of the church. That was the purpose behind praying and ministering that Jesus said, I will build my church. But he uses people to help get the job done. Is the building of the church our motivation for prayer and service? I wonder if that's the reason we're on rotas and serving in in the church family, because we want to see the church built. But the word Gentiles that we see in verse 1 was the word that put Paul into prison. God gave him a special commission to evangelise the Gentiles and to explain to both Jews and Gentiles God's mystery, that secret mystery of salvation. Believing Jews and Gentiles are one in the same if they share in Christ Jesus. As Jesus builds his church in this world, God is putting everything back together. And so we have this prayer, a prayer of spiritual vision to see and lay hold of the greatness of God's love and power. God wants each one of us to be concerned about the whole building, the whole family, the whole body and all of the saints because Jesus is building his church and it's for the glory of the Father. I wonder if that's how you view service today. If you don't view service in this way, I pray that you would lift your eyes and see that whether you be on a coffee team or a junior church team or serving in a worship team, it is for the sake of building the church. Finally, our last passage today is Psalm 104. This psalm praises God for his fullness as a creator. Psalm 105, which we'll come on to in a couple of days, is a praise of the faithfulness as a redeemer. And then Psalm 106, again in another few days after that, we see the forgiveness of a saviour. But how easy it is to take for granted the world that God has created. 
And just look at it. It is a place of greatness, verse 1 to 9. Not the greatness of man, but the greatness of God. The psalmist compared creation to the building of a house, the laying of foundations, the putting up the beams, the hanging the curtains, the taking care of the water system. Only a great and wise God can do such a thing. But it's also a place of goodness. He provides life and water and homes for man and beast and also the birds and those that are creatures in the sea. Everything in creation is a gift of God's glory. And then we have the final thing that we see in this chapter. It's a place of gladness. God rejoices over creation and we should be glad in the Lord. I wonder, folks, are you glad in the Lord? When was the last time you took a walk out in creation? When was the last time you looked at what God has created and simply let the gladness of all of those things that you see well up inside you to praise the name of Jesus? Go outside today. Breathe in the air. See creation and know God. Let's pray. Father, we do indeed pray that we would see your greatness and your goodness and your splendour in all things. Father, let it lead us into trusting you more, into being faithful in our service so that the church would be built up. And Father, we know ultimately as we build the church up, as you use us to do so, it would be for your glory. So Father, whether it be in creation or whether it be your church being built, we pray that you would gain all the glory. And so we pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.